Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Money Multiplier Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Kessler, and we ask ourselves, do our dollars make sense? So today, I got a little problem. I got something called Mo Money, Mo Problems. So anyways, this year, I got a hit with a big, big tax bill. And so recently, I've been doing some things to move around in my financial life to better my tax liabilities that I got to pay each and every year. So I thought it would be fun to share with y'all what I'm doing, what the Kessler family's doing within our lives and how we are minimizing the tax bill that we got to pay to the government each and every year. Because I agree, right? I want to pay the taxes that I rightfully owe and rightfully do, but if there's some strategies within the tax law and the tax book that I could exercise, I'm going to do it. So actually, one of my mentors always says, he says there's a tax for the informed and there's a tax for the uninformed. And so we're going to talk about the strategies of the informed folks today. Because if you kind of think about it, remember when everybody got a little pissy at Donald Trump because he only paid like 750 bucks in taxes that one year? He's probably doing something. So the strategy that I'm going to share with you, it's kind of what the, the Trumps, the Gates of the world are doing within their own financial life as well. Now, I'm not a tax professional, okay? I'm not a CPA, I'm not a tax professional, and I would definitely go talk to your tax strategist. I am not here to give tax advice, and I do not give tax advice, but I'm just sharing with you what I do in my own personal life, and maybe it'll help some of y'all. Okay, a few announcements before we get into the episode. August 22nd, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Pops and I are hosting a free three-hour live training, and you can register. Go to our uh, events page on the website, themoneymultiplier.com forward slash events. You can register there, or also I'll drop a link down below in the uh, show notes here today too. And um, if you haven't heard, my vlog channel is live and in action. So go to YouTube and search my name, Hannah Kessler. Hannah spelled the same forwards and backwards, Kessler spelled with one S, and you can find my vlog channel on there. All right, let's get into the episode. So me personally, I am 100% 1099, right? So I make my money either by the passive private lending deals that I do with my investments, or I make commission from the insurance companies. So I'm just 100% 1099 is how I produce my wealth and my money. Now, normally, when I first started out in my working years, I would get paid everything through my social security number, right? So everything would come through me. And then at the end of the year, I got to fill out the 1040 tax form uh, telling the government, hey, this is how much I made this year. And then doing all the calculations and then figuring out how much do I pay to them. So moving forward, what I have done is now I have actually set up an LLC 
LLC, okay? So, right, so an LLC is just a entity. It, it, it's, it's something that has a EIN number associated to it. So you can act underneath this entity and this company that's really there, right? You're, you're the one who's controlling it, but it's not your personal name that's really tied to it, right? So control everything, but own nothing is kind of where we're trying to go to. So I set up the LLC so that when I get paid, everything goes to the LLC. So it doesn't matter if it's my private lending deals or it's my active income from the commission dollars, everything gets paid to my LLC. Now, most people stop there, right? So then they have their, everything gets paid to the business account. So then they work with their tax professional of how to minimize some of the deductions and, and they can take over there on the business side and it can kind of minimize on their personal side of what they owe in taxes. I'm taking it a step further. What we're doing within our own personal life. Have y'all ever heard about the 1041 tax form? Probably not, right? Because most of us file 1040s and I've never heard what a 1041 tax form is. So what we're doing is then from the LLC, we've set up a business trust, now, this is a specific business trust that is set up, and I am not a professional in that world. I'm still a student of this, so I'll give you resources of who you can contact to to ask all these questions, but we set up a business trust, and then now what I do is from the money that I make, it goes into my LLC, then from the LLC, it'll go into two directions. It'll either go to my business trust or I will take out some owner distributions and that's what I'm paying on a 1040 kind of structure. All right, so what I mean by that. So let's say that my expenses each and every month, let's say they're 10,000 a month and that is my quality of life expenses. That's the grocery bill, that's the phone bill, that's the me wanting to go out and eat money, that's me wanting to go to the arcade, the movies, go buy myself a beer, whatever I'm doing, right? So the money that I'm taking out of the LLC is only my quality of life money. So the money that I am just using for day-to-day -day active expenses. The rest of the money that I'm not using, because hopefully there's more money left over at the end of the month, that then goes to the business trust. So then it all gets funneled into the business trust. Now, once it's in the business trust, what I'll do is actually I can own assets underneath that business trust. I can buy my real estate with it. I can buy businesses with it. Then that business trust is what owns the asset, the real estate or whatever I'm doing. And, and, and so the money then is all transferred from the business trust and it can own those other assets that I'm buying or if I wish to buy them. Now, if I'm not using the money from the business trust, now what happens is it trickles down to another trust, my family trust. 
Now, within the family trust, this is the money that I use that is my primary residence, for instance, is held in it. If I want to go buy a boat, my van is held within the family trust, the cars, okay? So that's the family stuff. It's not the business stuff. It's my personal family stuff that's owned and being funded by the family trust. Now, from the family trust, if we're not using the money, it trickles down to the private foundation. Then from that private foundation, that's where we give our charitable givings to. So at the end of the year, what we got to do is there is a minimum that you got to hit to give away to a charity of your choice. You get to pick this char charity and, and the donation amount that you want to do. There's just a minimum that you got to do. And then from the foundation, we're going out and giving those dollars away to whatever charitable organization that we want. And so kind of this step steer ladder, step steer, haha, but, but that ladder there is how the money is getting trickled down from the active income all the way to the bottom of that, of that foundation. And so what happens is in the tax world is if you donate a minimum or a certain percentage of what's within that foundation, you can take some big tax cuts and, and tax hits when it comes down to the time that you got to start paying taxes on your money. Now, this is just high level of what I'm sharing with you. There's a lot more details that you can get into, and I would actually turn you on to my personal tax professionals. It's uh, Suleiman and Mahib, and um, their company is called the Wealth Builders Group. But um, if you want to get in contact with them and kind of talk about something like this, I highly recommend it. I mean, it's really cool what they'll do is they'll actually take your last tax return or that tax form that you submitted and then they'll do it side by side as if you did incorporate this trust and foundation structure in your life and the differences in how much that you would have to pay in the tax bill. Um, now, I will say, this is only for folks who are over $100,000 a year in a tax liability. Yes, I actually have just learned though that Joseph on my team, um, some of y'all know Joseph, Mr. Heloc, he, he's actually, I guess, worked out something with Mahib that there's kind of this light program and that maybe somebody who doesn't have that high of a tax bill, not 100000 maybe it's like 50000 that instead of doing the family trust and the foundation, they'll help you get set up with the LLC and the business trust and make smart business moves with what you're doing in your entrepreneurial world. And I do say this too. This really only benefits folks who are 1099, not really too much W-2. Now, I could be wrong on that. Please go check with Mahib and Suleiman. I encourage you to have that conversation with them. But, but it's really more geared towards people with the 1099 income that's coming in. Now... Let's kind of talk about policies though, okay? Because like a question I get sometimes is, you know, all right, Hannah, well, when I'm using my policy money, how are you minimizing the tax liabilities that you're 
doing out there in the real world. Like when you go out and you do your private lending deals and you're making 12% on that deal, you got to pay taxes on the money that you're gaining over there. And this is how I'm doing it. I'm putting in place these trust structures that allow me to minimize some of these tax liabilities and debts that I got to pay. Um, so now sometimes though, you know, most of the time when how I was doing it in the past is I was lending just directly from the LLC. And, and really what I would do is I would have the money within the policy policy money gets distributed to my checking account my personal checking account, I would loan money to my LLC and then the LLC would go do the private lending deal. Then it would get paid back. Then the LLC would pay Hannah back and then with interest. And now then when my my LLC paid me back with some extra interest, that interest was counted as a deduction for my business side, my LLC. But... Then you got to pay the gains over here when it comes in as personal income, right? Because now if your business is paying you more, you're making more. Now you got to pay tax on the gains and the income that you're making there. So, so I get the question all the time. So well, Hannah, what are you doing to minimize that? And this is what I'm doing now. From the policy side though, right? The whole reason and then and like the tax benefits that come from the policies is, is that it's after tax money that goes into the policy. And then now those dollars are inside of that environment where it's growing tax-free for us. So when I go in and I take out a loan, you know, yes, we're never taxed on loans to begin with. So loans are never taxable when we take them out. And even the death benefit on that policy is tax-free too. That gets paid out lump sum tax-free to your beneficiary of whoever you named. Now I have heard too around the grapevine that there are certain ways that you can make actually your premiums deductible as well. Either premiums being deductible or putting pre-tax dollars into policies. And I believe you can do this with certain trusts and certain corporations in play but I'm not a professional on that and I'll definitely go talk to somebody and kind of strategize an outside of the box thinker when it comes to the, to the tax code. But um, really for, from a tax standpoint, when it comes to the policies, it's really just my money is in there growing tax-free and, and when I take out the loans, it's all tax-free to me. And so it's just uninterrupted compounding tax-free growth that's coming from that policy. And then later on down the road, right, if you've been tuning into me for a little bit, you know that maybe in the future, if you want to take out tax-free withdrawals from the policy to start to live on, you can always do that too. Because the whole mindset, right? The whole mindset is we want to pay tax on our money one time, one time only at the lowest rate possible and then get that money into a tax-free environment where it's growing tax-free. So 
that is just a little bit. I know this was a short and sweet episode. I hope my thoughts came through clearly though. Um, like I mentioned before, I'm still a student of this. So my dad's been incorporating this trust structure now going on four years. This is my first year doing it along with my older brother. And then my younger brother, he's getting set up with his stuff right now too, like within his own personal life. But, um, but let's recap, okay? Before I let you go, let's recap. Step number one, what I do, money is being produced. It goes to the LLC. Then from the LLC, it will get distributed out as owner distributions for my quality of life expenses. If I'm not using the money, then it goes to the business trust. Business trust that can buy my real estate, that can buy the businesses, that can buy my investments, whatever I got going on in my business entrepreneurial world. And then if I'm not using that money, it gets trickled down to the family trust. Then from the family trust, that's what buys all my cars, the boats, the ATVs, the um houses, the primary houses, the vacation homes. And then from the family trust, it trickles down to the private foundation. Then from that, I'm using it to give away to charity. So I like this just because, not to get on this whole topic, but I like this because I can manage where I want my hard-working dollars to be spent. No offense, but I'm not a huge fan and I don't totally understand what the government is doing with all of my tax-paying dollars. So I like this structure because it gives me the control, just like within the infinite banking concept, it gives me the control to allocate my hard-working money to where I want it to go, what, what I feel passionate about and whatever charity that I want to give my money away too. So I hope that helps a few of y'all. And like I mentioned, reach out to Suleiman and Mahib. Um, I don't know if I, I said this, but they're actually a son and father kind of duo group, just like Pops and I, uh, father-daughter. So um, Mahib is the son. He's right around my age. I think he's like 24, 25. And then uh, Suleiman is, is his father. And um, they're really good friends of ours too. So, so actually him, mom, and, and all of them get together multiple times a year, just kind of hang out. But um, I hope I enlightened you just a little bit. I mean, all this stuff is really interesting once you start peeling back the onion. And I get it. Some of this stuff can seem a little bit too good to be true. But go out there, go do your research, right? I mean, just go see what's going on and what people are really doing. And go out there and follow the money. See what the Elon Musk and the Zuckerbergs of, of the world and the Jeff Bezos are doing, right? It gets really interesting. Warren Buffett, for instance, go follow his stuff and see what he's doing on the tax plane side. So, as always, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. And um, I ask y'all, do your dollars make sense? So reach out to me. I'm always here to help. You can shoot me an email, text message. Um, Hannah at themoneymultiplier.com is my email address. And um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us five stars. Um, subscribe to the podcast. And um, as always, you can find me out there on all the social medias, The Money Multiplier or my personal pages, Hannah Kessler. And until next time, I'll see you then. Bye now.